Welcome to the Better Human Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Stuckert. Today, topic is Bitcoin, future of humanity. So it's really for everything. It's for better human because you are a pre-coiner or a Bitcoiner, you just don't know it yet. You hear a lot of the energy FUD, fear, uncertainty, and doubt. That's what FUD is, right? And you've been seeing this for years, people attacking Bitcoin and saying, it's not this, it's that, it's this. What if this happens? Blah, blah. Uh, the energy thing is obviously coinciding with the energy alarmist climate activist nonsense that's going on that the governments and the elite and the World Economic Forum is trying to push and why they're talking about the Great Reset. We're going to solve humanity's problem and we have to act now and basically saying, hey, we're ruining the environment. It's all your fault. So you got to listen to us. We'll tell you how to live. You'll own nothing and be happy. It's coinciding with all that nonsense (laughs) because, of course, this is just an easy narrative that they can push out there. And that's why energy, climate, and all these different things right now is the newest collective propaganda. It's the collectivists trying to get power, trying to convince the masses that they know better and they should control how you and I live. That's all it is. It's just a different form of it. And throughout all the epochs of different civilizations, different countries, different democracies, dictators, throughout history, collectivism always keeps a rearing its head. I'm going to do a show on why that is. It's human psychology. It's groupthink, it's tribalism, it's a lot of reasons why, but it's fundamentally human psychology that are designed to live in small groups. We're not designed to have billions of people in nation states and geopolitics and all this craziness, right? And that's why collectivism keeps rearing its head because it's an easy way for the elite to gain power and hold power. That's all it is. It's literally about power. So today's about Bitcoin and the energy FUD narrative. This idea that Bitcoin uses a lot of energy So therefore, Bitcoin is bad. And therefore, because you use energy, it's bad for the environment. Now, there's a lot of flawed nonsense around all this, and I'm going to try to take it piece by piece, but I'm going to focus on one very simple idea, mostly for this video, and I'll do more videos on this so you really wrap your head around it. The thing about Bitcoin and energy is that the energy is necessary to make the Bitcoin scarce and valuable, to make it so that you can't censor it, to make it so that someone can't print more of it or manipulate it in any way. This is what's known as proof of work. The reason that gold has been money for thousands of years is because there's proof of work. You have to go into earth. You got to find it. You got to mine it out. It's a lot of time, a lot of labor, a lot of energy, and it's very, very hard to get more gold into the current supply, which means it has a very low inflation rate, which means it's not something that you can easily create more of and counterfeit. And this is why gold has been a relatively stable form of storage for a long time, because it has about a 2 to 3% inflation rate every year. They mine about 2 to 3% more. Therefore, the value of it is inflating about 2 to 3%. Bitcoin is basically digital gold. It's a proof of work that uses computers and electricity to make something that's scarce and valuable. And most importantly, that is uncensorable, uncounterfeitable, and is the strongest form of money the world has ever seen. And that's why it's the future. So I'm going to read a couple quotes here and we'll talk about the energy thing a little bit more. This is from Bitcoin Sovereignty Through Mathematics, which is a good book. I highly recommend, short book. As mentioned before, Bitcoins are valuable because they're scarce and they're scarce because they're costly to produce. The same is true for gold or diamonds or anything else that is scarce and hard to come by. As discussed in earlier chapters, the mining algorithm can never be any more energy efficient because the electricity spent is directly linked to the value of the token. So if we made it so that you didn't have to spend a lot of electricity to get Bitcoin, it'd be easy to produce a bunch of Bitcoin and you would remove everything that makes Bitcoin Bitcoin. The scarcity of the 21 million fixed supply, the fact that you can't censor it, the electricity, the proof of work mechanism that brings them to fruition 
is the most important part of Bitcoin, right? And you could say the 21 million cap is also most important, but as far as the value and the security of the network, this is the most important thing. And the decentralization, the way these miners are spread throughout the world, and you don't really know where they all are, and all these different uh, free market use, and really the free market that can enter mining whenever there's an opportunity is part of the decentralized, which is part of what makes Bitcoin valuable. And it's all connected. It's just literally a beautiful, immaculate discovery, you could say, that humanity figured out. So think about it this way. Bitcoin is deflationary, right? Fiat dollars are inflationary. What this means is Bitcoin incentivizes saving because it goes up in value. Deflation simply means it becomes more valuable over time. Fiat dollars are inflationary, which means the value goes down over time. What this does is it forces people to spend. They don't even realize they're doing it. Most people don't even know what fiat is. They don't even know why the economic disaster that is America and our overconsumption and all the things, like especially if you're thinking about environment, shipping product from China because it's cheaper and think about the amount of actual carbon that is produced to just make something and then ship it on a shipping container and then like transport around with trucks. It's ridiculous actually when you think about it. So this is just one more reason why the energy is some of the highest form of energy humanity's probably ever gonna use. It's to produce sound money, which then makes everything better. And one way it makes everything better is it incentivizes saving, not spending. Now, if you incentivize saving, does that mean less products that we don't need from China? Less crap shipped around the world and on trucks, right? It does. It literally does. The fiat dollar though, you could say is the dirtiest, most environmentally unfriendly, hostile even, thing there is in our modern environment because it fuels all of the absurdities that we have, many of which are a direct threat to the environment. So if you care about the environment, you should be spreading FUD about how bad the American petrodollar actually is. So the next time you hear about the Bitcoin network using as much energy as a small country, which actually is kind of funny because, you know, Christmas lights uses about that much or more, you know, washing machines use as much electricity as a small country. You know, like, are you going to give up all your modern comforts? What about your fridge? What about your freezer? What about your AC? Your water heater is the second most energy consuming appliance in your home. You're going to just take cold showers forever? Ask yourself this, where would all that energy have ended up if it wasn't funneled into the only invention trying to save us from ourselves there is? So that's what Bitcoin actually is. It's actually making us more savers, investors, having a shorter time preference, meaning we're more patient and we think more long-term and that's better for prosperity. It's better for earth. It's better for our children. It's better for everything. The flip side are fiat dollars that waste away that incentivize people to spend, to go into debt and to basically create the Ponzi scheme and perpetuate the Ponzi scheme. That is the American entire financial, I mean, it's the global financial paradigm at this point, actually, uh, but it's definitely funneled and fueled and we're at the top, right? It's a massive Ponzi scheme. And what we're doing is we're pushing our inflation uh, to the next generation and we're pushing our inflation off to smaller countries that can't really bear the brunt. And so they suffer the most, you know, Argentina, Venezuela, Zimbabwe, uh, Lebanon, and they're just propping us up. So our standard of living, us in America that have this amazing standard of living and this overabundance of things that we don't freaking need, yet we're also the fattest, the sickest, and the most depressed species alive today. It's kind of ironic, if you will. And that's why dollar go up or GDP go up or more wealth go up is not actually the answer. Like, what's the point of having a bunch of wealth if you're miserable or you're sick? The dollar is destroying humanity and the environment. Bitcoin 
is actually when you dig into it and you look at the data and you even look into the amazing things you can do with wasted energy and flare-ups and all, not flare-ups, but flare-offs or whatever, where they have to basically burn energy because they have no use for it. Bitcoin can go right on top of that. It doesn't get burned off. It doesn't go to the atmosphere. It gets used to convert to Bitcoins, energy to Bitcoin. And it can be an amazing thing for the environment and for sustainability. It's all backwards. When you really get into it, it's all freaking backwards. But the way to think about this, the one idea for today is dollars are inflationary. They encourage consumption and overconsumption. They encourage debt and leverage and basically decimating livelihoods and decimating poor people around the world that have to bear the brunt of our economic malfeasance is basically what it is. America is the big bully superpower that has enslaved the rest of the world. You may not like hearing that. Now, I was born in America. I still believe in the constitution and many of the founding principles, but America, as I see it today, and through most of like George W. Bush and Obama and Clinton's and all this craziness that we've had these corrupt, disgusting politicians, I've never had this sense that like I have to be loyal to it or I owe it something or whatever. I mean, if anything, it owes me something for being a taxpaying citizen. Countries change, civilizations change, most civilizations collapse, most countries and governments collapse. The next 10 to 20 years are going to be very, very tumultuous to say the least. Now, hopefully Bitcoin is actually there to save us. And so let's say some of this appeals to you in some way, or you want to pull in some of these threads. I recommend going down the rabbit hole, start researching mining and electricity use and all these different things. Start taking the red pill per se, see what's really going on. Stop listening to politicians and people that want to benefit financially, economically, and powerfully, powerly, power grabbingly, <laughs> find the incentives to keep perpetuating this climate narrative and start seeing through it. And then you really, really get your eyes open to a lot of things, which I won't even get in today. Simply put, Bitcoin is humanity's best form of energy use. We should want to use as much freaking energy as possible for Bitcoin because that's going to manifest into how people spend money, how they can protect their financial security. And it's going to lead to 7 billion humans that are using energy more efficiently, creating more innovation, which will have this ripple effect as it always does to using energy more efficiently and more efficiently and more efficiently. And over time, the free market and capitalism will solve whatever climate problems we have, which I think are completely overblown, but there are some. We do pollute rivers and streams and lakes, and there's definitely major issues. I don't think the carbon narrative is actually the strongest one. I actually think pollution of waterways and our soils and depleting our soils, I think that's the real actual problem, but we can't really talk about that today. But what you do is when you have a Bitcoin standard and humanity is connected to Bitcoin, you remove so much of the destructive, disgustingness that you get from consolidated power structures that have different incentives than you and I. They want power, they want more power, and they want to tell you how to live. This is just one more example of that. That's what the energy FUD around Bitcoin is. It's an attack by the central banks and the elite that want to keep the broken system in place. They want to maintain the status quo, and they don't want you and I are asking questions or rocking the boat too much. But fortunately, we have Bitcoin. They can't stop it. It's literally impossible. You would have to kill all of humanity to actually stop Bitcoin. Buy some Bitcoin, colin.coach slash swan. That's what I use to stack daily. I dollar cost average in. I'm buying on a daily basis and I set and forget it. And then if there's a dip every so often, I might go in and manually buy. That's it for today's show. Get on the Better Human newsletter over at Colin.coach and I'll see you in the next one. <laughs>